Welcome to the Meta Hour podcast with Sharon Salzberg, where Buddhist wisdom meets everyday life. This podcast is brought to you by the Be Here Now Network. If you're interested in supporting this podcast, please visit www.beherenownetwork.com slash Sharon. So Rinpoche, um, mm. welcome. Thank you. And uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, one of the things, as you know, that I'm very um, interested in always is love and mm. loving kindness and mm. compassion. <clears throat> and so I wanted to ask you, even though I know you have a panel tomorrow on mm. Essence Love, some questions about that. And to start with, um, yesterday I was on a, a panel about suffering. Mm. And um, the Christian phrase is the dark night of the soul, things that we go through, even in spiritual practice when, mm. when great suffering comes up. And I said one of the things that always interested me was that um, suffering sort of wasn't the point. It seemed to me it's how we relate to the suffering mm. that's the freedom or the, or the lack of freedom. And that brought me to the question of love. Mm. So I don't know if there's anything you'd like to say about um, how we cultivate love in the face of difficulty and mm. challenge, things like that. I've been teaching almost 27, 8 years, and past 10, 15 years, a sort of, not realization, but some kind of conclusion that if we did not connect our, the root or basis of our feeling. And it might create a lot of problem. If too much on our head, and, and if we've forgotten the basic okayness in the feeling, especially I call, there's one area called subtle body, the gross body and the mind in between there's a bridge, is more than mind, but less than physical. There's a whole area called subtle body in our tradition. So, I mean, modern civilization is great, but sometimes every great thing has some side effects. So this speedy phase moving based on you know, our, I call, high-class suffering. So there is a basic suffering in India, Nepal, many places, but there is a, another layer of suffering, which is restlessness. And in the head, and head becoming very healthy, the high-class society. But somewhere it left some imprint in the, not in the mind actually, but in the body, in the feeling. So I have a lot of focused on how to reconnect this, I call basic okayness. And that is the love. And I call that is essence love not express love. 
but you could express from that healthy ground. Sometimes I call that love as happy without reason. And most of our love based on subject and object with some form of healthy or unhealthy conditions and we express love and we're also trying to expand that love. I'm sorry, it's too long. No, mm -hmm. keep going. Yeah. <laughs> More. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, and then, you know, everything become, can I make some funny sound? Yeah. Mm. You don't mind? <laughs> I call in you know, car engine sound. Even you are meditating. Relax. So this restlessness makes disconnected from our root, from our okayness. We have this beautiful humorous openness, carefree, warm, ready to love ready to receive love, is spontaneous, and those things are diminishing. It did not lost, <clears throat> but I lost the connection. So the first thing I do is, you know, aware of this speediness. That speediness is not a physical speed at the beginning. It's not only speed in the head, but it's a different, there's some speeding. So be aware of that, come down. You can be very fast, move, moving, you can think fast. I call it three speed limit. You know, bodily, physical speed limit, cognition, mind speed limit, and the restlessness, subtle body speed limit. So our main stress, burnout, many problem is coming this one, not this two. This two, you should be fast. You walk fast but relaxed. Relaxed does not mean slow down physically. You can be very fast, move, moving, thinking fast, but feel relaxed. This is very challenging. And if you don't feel that, then that restlessness is banking on the physical body and creating so many unnecessary thoughts in the mind. And slowly the thoughts and restlessness become sort of our second nature, but it's not a healthy one. I think when I come Louisville, <laughs> to Louisville, actually I found, I found the balance here in this place, really. <coughs> this morning I walked almost two hours here and there. I look at the people, I think they have some kind of groundedness and quite clear. So the two things happen. You lost the okayness, the warmth of the love, and clarity in the head, and this taking over you, and even you stay in the home doing nothing, you feel busy. Not only that, I'm sorry, I'm bringing all the bad news. <laughs> but busy, speedy, plus hollow feeling. Because there's no essence of love is not there. Essence of love is the birthright. 
So when you're born, you have that. I'm sure you can see in your grandchild a lot of essence of love. Not in your child. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> I have two daughters. Oh. Two daughters, but not grandfather yet. So this is warmth. How do we make that as our center of the feeling? And from that warmth, essence of love, then we train loving kindness and compassion. Loving kindness and compassion is not only the thought, it's not a cognitive base alone, it has a feeling oriented. The feeling is unbiased warmth, and from that we trained mind training to loving kindness, and from the loving kindness, hopefully it transformed into compassion. From the compassion, it transformed to bodhicitta, means the heart of the Buddhas, Bodhisattvas. So, and I have a whole package, which I'm not going to share here. <laughs> no, joking. <laughs> so, how to slow down the speedy and the connect with this uh, okayness. And on the path of that connecting the okayness, there's so many other stuffs I call bananas. <laughs> Sorry, different issues we have. Imprint, leftover imprint. So the practice called handshake to meet the raw blockages and stay and be with that and be kind to it without non judging and then connect the essence of love. Once you connect essence of love, then you express outside. This way first and then that way. And then as Sharon says, you know. Many sufferings are not connecting with essence love. I see more and more. The advanced country, you have a high class suffering. And then, if you can connect with this, really it will minimize suffering. But some suffering is always there. We cannot make it perfectly. Sorry. Not answering directly, but that's good. Do you have? You can share some more. Okay, I have, I have actually two other questions, maybe three, at the moment, just from mm. what you said. When, remember, Che, when you use the phrase "basic okayness," mm-hmm. um, I've heard other teachers uh, say "basic goodness," mm. and that's kind of difficult for a lot of people, given how much cruelty and unfairness there is in the world sometimes, mm. and mm. And then somebody proposes basic goodness, and you think, where is it? But basic okayness has a little bit of different feeling, maybe. So yeah. I wondered if you could just explain a little bit. I will stick on basic okayness. Okay. Is that, and what is basic okayness? Can you actually it's describe just, it a little bit? It's just feel okay. <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> but if you ask me, more reason, there's no reason. All the reason will not bring basic okayness. It will bring conditional okayness. So this is something we're born with? Born like, with that. Okay. We have basic feeling. 
We have basic constitution, and we have basic subtle body, and one of the subtle body is called bindu, the, the drop of energy. We have that. So, and you have, we have in child. When we are in child, we have that spontaneously, okay. But okay or what? Then we go to the conditioned one. That's the problem. Because one of the, our love become conditioned is we receive conditioned love. But from the parents' point of view, they're not giving conditioned love. Their love is unconditional. But but the receiver point of view, they receive condition. Little condition. Condition here means subsequent object, not like other condition. You the children comes home with a good gray, did well, your hug is different. Which is necessary at that time. It's very good to do, but slowly build up. Everything is subject and object. I cannot be okay by itself. I have to be okay with something. The something is unreliable sometimes. And then you lost. But I'm not saying you always stay in okayness. No, please don't do that. That is not okay. Then it's like my, my country, Nepal, is like that. When the people are so warm, so kind, everything is okay. Even the jam, we feel okay. <laughs> so, you need not okay, but not okay is standing, or not okay is connecting with okayness. But if you ask, what is really okay? Then you will not find okay. Because you are Comparing something. And all the comparing object will not bring basic okayness. I call extra okayness. Why not? Once you have that, then you have extra okayness. Wonderful. Wow. Then appreciation will come. Happiness will come. Because the hollow is not there. And it's very good for environment. And I think it's very good for schools in the school. They have something grounded. I call it grounded body, open heart, and open mind. So there's some groundedness somewhere there. It's like a chair. There's something there in your feeling as a warmth. But what is that? Not necessary to know. And we're missing this because we always want to match something. This I'm okay. That I'm not okay. This I'm not okay. If I am that, I will be happier. Of course, wonderful. Why not? More we have is better. In some somewhere, if it's not causing environment problem, then why not? Whole day you are laughing, happy with small things. Why not? But I don't think so. You will laugh because some hollow, not hollowness, not holiness. Some hollow is. I call that as hungry ghost. And we are very capable of creating that hungry ghost. And that's not so good for environment, not good for people. It's very unkind. You know. I feel very, very sorry. I feel very, very sad. If we keep going like that, another 50 years, I don't know, really. It's very difficult for so many things. No juice. I call essence life is some kind of juice. 
juicy but not greasy. <laughs> but we want greasy, you know. The greasy food makes diarrhea. <laughs> the greasy happiness have a lot of side effect. Condition is fine, but we have to find some deeper part of which we are born with that. It's, it's not connected with the religious or nothing. It's just biologically we had that subtle body well-being. You, you will see, you go to the rural area, beautiful places, people have that. But cognitive education is less, but the emotional well-being is very healthy. So I'm trying to bring these two together, not diminishing each other. The more cognitive, speedy education comes in, it seems to lose this one. And without losing this, the education, wow, wonderful. So at the beginning, when I come to this country, I talk a lot about cognitive teachings. Slowly, 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 less and less and less. Now I'm in the world of feeling, but not that this like a kind of a healthy feeling. Sorry. No, I'm mm. I'm so happy. Please continue. Uh, Remember, I have a question that sounds maybe a little bit funny, but I mean it very seriously. Oh, um, well, it's not. Well, I don't think it's a hard question in a way, but um, do you think it's? It's never too late for somebody to connect with essence love. No. You can connect every time. But time to time you have to pray, you have to pay the price. Pay the price a little bit. And the price is? Price is? Connect 100,000 times. Come back. Connect. Connect. Keep connecting through mindfulness, through mindfulness effort, through awareness. Keep and aware of that blockages. Two blockages. One is speediness. Slow down a little bit, but walk fast, do fast. But slow down. And the ones you're not in head so much. But pressure kind of. And another one is we might have some, sorry to say that, we might have different issues, traumatic issues, many different things. We have to be kind to those leftover bananas. Be kind to look into it and let it open by itself and stay in that openness. And that openness is the connected connection with subtle body also, uh, no, uh, essence love. Because essence love needs some humor. Everything going on so serious, there's no room for humorous, humoring. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to say. Humor. Humor. Yeah. But this is not like a unkind humor. No, it's not subject and object kind of humor. It's just like organic, gluten-free humor. <laughs> It's not comparing, it's not diminishing this and that. It's just, okay. If you ask, okay, what? No reason. 
I have a mantra called happy without reason or same family. Is the next well, so two things you Yeah, well, I have, and now I have a third, but uh, so I want two more now. They keep growing. Mm. Uh, one is, uh, well, thank you, actually, because a lot of people ask that. They say, you know, I think it's too late for me. I think I no. did too many terrible things. Or no, I, no, not too late. Too much trauma or, you know. Not too late. But, you know, earlier is better. <laughs> you know, I... I you know, learned essence love is part of birthright, but the nurture by my grandfather. My grandfather, when I was a young in my village, cold, you know, raining, whatever. My grandfather was Buddhist practitioner, always sit like a like a mountain, relaxed, responsive, but really grounded, open always doing some chanting and praying. So I go here and there, and then when i tired, call, zoom into his. He has a lap. He has a big blanket like this, meditation coat. So I go in, and my back is leaning on his tummy, sort of. Then I just let him sleep, wake up, go. But you know, he never say, oh, stay five minutes. Then he said, okay, what do you learn? What do you do? Never ask any question. Feel very free and warm. And trust. That he trusts me that I go okay, I come also okay. And it was not too much that he's uh, talking to me, my head. Because he's like a live warm chair for me. <laughs> but I didn't know at that time it was a chair. But now I know it's a healthy chair that transmits into my heart. My subtle body. So if you can really give this to your young, your young, younger one, wow. This one you don't need to teach. The Google will teach. <laughs> Not joking. The, the, the education will teach, you know. But the okayness, the grounded, some kind of that, how are you going to educate that? I'm seeing so many education Materials are doing so well, but I also want to see the silence transmission more than loud one. The loud one go here. The invisible silence through vibration and make the whole system healthy without knowing themselves. They don't need to know. Because they feel grounded, wonderful, no? But everything's, oh no, now I'm holding you. You know why? You will be grounded one day. <laughs> so if I don't hold you, then you will be a little shaky in the future, then you will, might not experience essence of love. Do you know essence of love? <laughs> Do you know? Do you know? As love has natural essence and expression. Do you know that? <laughs> I'll go here. No need. Just perform perfectly without hope and fear. Hold in the love with and let them play iPad, no problem. But this two is there. This one is there. Although you cut everything, it will explore. One day explosion. This is my theory. And this is what we need now, really.
the more than before. I don't know how to say it, but I really need. I don't know how you can transmit this into the parents and school. And I talk with many of educators, they have this understanding, but when they teach, they have to make it a little bit exciting. If not exciting, it feels very boring. So excitement is good, but if you go up here again, again it will create a speediness in the body. So I'm sure we can find some middle way. That's why obviously when it's really working with education, so he asked me to come here. We always talk about that. So, so I think the as your question, the easiest is the young time, as you all know, no? When you grow up, fine, but you have to put more effort. Come back, come back, come back. Drop the thinking mind and aware of the whatever is there and connect. Because thinking mind trying to figure out you will never ever figure out. There's another way of knowing, not through thinking. Because thinking is already disturbed. So if you think more, it might not connect. You will know a sense of love, but you might not feel it. I think you're giving Gerardo grand, grandpa lessons, teaching him how to be a good grandfather. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, did it say something? No. Yeah. What should I say? No, no, I was just saying, <laughs> he's teaching you how to be a good grandfather. <laughs> um, so Rinpoche, just to uh, talk about that for a few more minutes, an image you always used uh, that always struck me as very meaningful, even if you don't have a grandchild, or a child, you said, don't hold your child facing yeah. you, no. hold them facing out. Yeah. So you're providing that sense of yeah. security. And freedom. And freedom. Together. At the same time. Same time. Yeah, you hold it. And please don't, don't make any of this kind of zzzz. You're trying to rest as much as possible. If you chant some mantra, it's very helpful also. Or some song, but not too loud. Make comfortable, some kind of healthy attachment without knowing conceptually and feel secure, free, warm, and those are good contributors to essence love. But essence love itself is by birth, but we need to nurture in a healthy way. I love the, the image of that, you know, holding a child with the security and the freedom. And I, I think also of um, uh, doing that internally in meditation. It's the same kind exactly. of... Exactly. Yeah. Same. Same. Exactly same. You have to be very kind. First, you, but the interesting thing is, if, you ha if you're always connected with essence love, wonderful. If not, then you have to connect. On the way to connection you might meet some beautiful monsters. <laughs> hmm? You have monsters, no? Yeah, thank you, you're normal. <laughs> if you don't have monsters, you're not normal. We all have, well, we all have something. Mostly two to five. 
something happened, which we call, in Buddhist we call, karmic habitual pattern and learn habitual pattern. Learn habitual pattern is from condition from this life. Karmic habitual pattern is from past life. But mainly we have a learned habitual pattern. Some are very healthy, some are so-so. So, I, my, my experiences you have to meet whether those are healthy or not. So the meeting is I call handshake practice. Your awareness, your mind, and the, your, you know, I usually call monsters, beautiful monsters, but sometimes some people don't like it. So I upgrade. Now I call bananas. <laughs> so next year I might call avocado. <laughs> but avocado is too much oil. So you you hold your banana is your another of of your child with the trust that the banana natural banana is openness also. It's just a I have another mantra is called it is real but not true. The banana when you have pain with the banana it feels really real, but the message of banana. It's not really true sometimes. Your suffering could be leftover suffering. So you all understand that? Kind, non-judging, and willing to suffer from a banana. The banana, I trust you. Your nature is open. Openness. Just stay with that. I call being. Being with whatever is there without judging is the way to connect essence love. Otherwise, we do either suppressed or we indulge in, follow the banana's way, or we run away, or we're trying to teach banana smart way through our mind. Oh no, banana. You are not like that. No problem. Let it go. But banana don't know how to let it go. Especially we have woundedness, banana. You will not let it go easily. But if you stay with that long enough, it will transform. The transformation will come within, within, not by you. So this whole system is very kind and trust, and wait, and listen. Our mind is too fast, sometimes we give quick, fast conclusion to the, our wounded feeling, and f- sort of feeling sometimes, you know, trapped with that wisdom, but it's not transforming. I did that a lot, you know, with this wisdom, Putting on the banana. Buddhist wisdom like a white yogurt. <laughs> Putting on the banana. Banana looks very white. But still, you know, still down there. So better to meet the raw banana than putting something else. 
is not kind. So Rinpoche, actually for all of you, I don't know, uh, I would suggest the next time you feel really afraid or angry or lost in, in some state like that, just experiment with that image like you're holding a child mm. facing out, but you're holding with that, not to squish, you know, but for, especially if it's a banana, if a child becomes a banana, <laughs> don't squish, but, you know, there's, there's just a sense of that steadiness of presence and the kindness as you let Thanks. that be. So, you, you know, this is really like a transmission of a really useful practice right there. <clears throat> And Rimche, I want to ask you a question on another whole level. Mm. I know you're, because uh, you've been speaking about education and right. the combination of cognitive education and emotional education. And I know you're very involved in women's education mm -hmm. or girls' education mm -hmm. in Nepal. And I'm wondering, is that controversial in the mm -hmm. culture? Is that difficult in some mm. way? Or is that just seen as mm. natural for this time? What I'm doing is I'm preserving a lot of ancient wisdom in general, working with, I mean, our foundation also support preservation of ancient wisdom, book printing, you know, sending book to different places. And one of the preservation is want to preserve women wisdom in the form of women. It is happening in Tibet also, but now also I'm doing it in Nepal. A little bit different form format with modern education, with a good basis of modern education and Buddhist education sort of coming, bringing together. So that is a little bit, uh, at the beginning, not easy. Many people says, oh, you're bringing modern education in the nunnery. Maybe not so good. Maybe you know, a lot of, uh, they will not say directly, but indirectly a lot of message. So, but I did it. Now people start to appreciate our nuns uh, look better, more shining face also, more grounded and vibrant. And they, when they go to a different crowd, they immediately see, oh, where is this from? This, these people are different because they have a confidence. And I also put a lot of effort on nutrition, vitamins, and place also quite safe, a little beautiful, and they, they can feel proud of the place itself. So I'm trying to give, what do you call, silence, integrity. Integrity? In, what do you call? Integrity. integrity. Like, not like fighting proud. Just become graceful. And maybe that makes a little bit uneasy with some people. <laughs> maybe some really appreciate, some surprised, some... <laughs> and funny, <laughs> I was looking after one monk monastery before. At that time, I didn't introduce the modern education. I don't know why, no right time. So, and now they say, why did you didn't introduce us? 
and a little bit jealous, a little bit uneasy. Sorry, what you do? I'm not an omniscient, not a bodhisattva. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> because, you know, it had a lot of factors, subtle messages, uneasy. And it's also challenging because if you have full modern education, you have more destruction, one way to go into. But I believe, you know, if they really trust, believe within themselves, and they will do good no matter what, in their hand, 100 iPad, no problem. If they are okay with here. If they are not okay with here, you block everything, still not okay. So when this young you know, students came from village to our place, I let them play for three or four months. They make shout, shouting, playing. They come a little bit like this, and now they are like that. So play will helpful also. But play, not so like a, what do you call, conditional kind of play. It's just like a mud kind of, not mud, like a, you know what I mean. Organic play, not process play. Organic play, not process play. Just play. Play what? Play. <laughs> what should I do? Do. Then they learn play and be also. Too many conditions, not so good for the essence of love at the beginning. One day when you're healthy, why not? You can take it. You will take it. Rinpoche, what's the story? You're expecting, uh, I don't know, 20 girls and you've got 100 or something like that to educate? And or um, you made an invitation to the villages if they wanted to. Um, I'm born in uh, my family is from very mountain kind of <laughs> close to Tibet border place called Nubri. Very rural area. I mean, from Kathmandu, from city up there, it takes eight days, nine days walking, or you can come by helicopter. A helicopter expensive, no? Many people walk. So I went there, <clears throat> me and my brother, Minjurumbache, we sort of looking, taking care of the village school up there, helping. And then they opened one big building up there. So I went there and I gave a encouraging speech talk to the children. Please send all of them to school. And I saw many, they didn't go to school. Then I said one sentence. If you don't go, you know, go school up there, we have a school in Kathmandu at the nunnery. And after a few, I think one or two months, 80 young girls came to Jobar, the place there. So we start from there. And we have a yeah, very good school system better than many of the government school in Nepal. Certified, self-certified. And when they leave the nunnery, they can join in any school. <coughs> yeah. So maybe we'll practice a little bit. Yeah, that would be lovely. Yeah, why don't, we, why don't we practice 
Yes. My style, a little bit. Excellent. Okay. I was about to ask. Yes. So, my style first is dropping, let it go practice. Okay? So, there's two kind of let it go because sometimes we hold too much based on our responsible and caring. The healthy care is very good, but sometimes we care more than it needs. And that is care become distorted care. It's not match the reality. And it's stored in your head, in the subtle body, in your physical body, in the, in the form of fear. So we have to let it go that. Okay? So, shake this first one, then, ha! <sighs> no, we do together. But at the same time, you think, who cares? So what? Not forever, but time to time we have to have that. Because the extra care is binding you now. Do you understand? Okay. So, like this. One, two, three. Just stay there. Be with that. Relax. <coughs> if you feel tired, it's okay. Just aware of the body. Not thinking, just noticing and aware of the body. Feel the gravity, the solidness, groundedness in your body. Your mind just landed in that. And relax. And anything can arise within this, feelings, thoughts, emotions, just say hi. Try not to suppress, try not to run away from it. Just feel the raw perception, raw experience. Pleasant, unpleasant, doesn't matter. Stay with that. Trust. No need to be changed. But it changed by itself, it's fine. But you are not changing them. No blocking, 
anything welcome. Pleasant feelings, unpleasant feelings, emotions, thoughts, everything has a room. Everything free to come and free to dwell and free to move next. But we are doing nothing, we're just aware of the phenomena. No judging. Be kind. Kind in the form of non judging. And if you can, feel the feeling. Without thinking. Just knowing. And relax with that feeling. You'll feel a little bit sleepy, which is good news. But don't sleep. Aware of sleepiness and stay in that. Be kind to it. In the kind form of not doing. It's called uncontrived. That live naturally. Coming and going is unnatural. If you don't feel anything, aware of that feeling, and stay with that, do nothing. And relax. We might experience some warmth, some feeling of well-being, but don't do anything with that. Just feel it and relax. Who cares? It's our own nature, your basic well-being. No need to get excited. Just nurture that without hope and fear. It's your right to experience that. And we had that. And you will have that. And you experience now also. It's a wonderful, but no need to get overly excited. When excitement comes, aware of that, and handshake that excitement and relax with that excitement. And let's see what happens. Or you don't experience essence love. You might get emotional or upset, aware of those. And stay with that is also another way of handshaking. Meeting with the reaction. And relax with that. That includes thoughts also. 
thought comes, I don't understand what he's talking about. I have no feeling. Catch that thought and stare in that thought and relax. Keep relaxing. You will feel calmness. Within the calmness, we will feel okayness, the warmth of essence love, the heat of essence love, the heat of the fire, sort of. But the fire is not doing anything, just the heat. We lost the heat. And that heat, the warmth, is the basis of loving-kindness and compassion. Please come back again and again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more information about Sharon's many offerings and her teaching schedule, please visit her website at SharonSalzberg.com.